begin at the beginning and start winning. It's Rhyme and Reason 748. Hey there, Tony here again, and it's uh, another episode, and we're keeping the streak alive with the Rhyme and Reason podcast. I'm so glad you're there. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we're gonna but we're gonna be talking about winning today, but winning from the very beginning, because you've been a person your whole life. I don't know if you know that or not. You probably do. Anyway, and if you've lived, um, you know, a few or maybe even a several several decades, um, yeah, you're probably getting pretty good at doing that. You know, being a person. It's an ongoing struggle, I know, but somebody's got to do it, right? So let's begin at the beginning and let's see where it takes us. Okay. Even if you can't say for sure when your life started, you know without a doubt that that human form that you now inhabit, you know it had a beginning. You still with me? Okay. Well, it seems like uh, it's pretty simple to me, but uh, you know, I think any person should be able to wrap their brain around it and, and just agree. But you know what? Tens of millions of people, <laughs> it's kind of, Hard to even call them that the way they think of it, but uh, they can't even begin at the beginning. And those people, now I know you're probably not one of them. Most of my listeners are um, not going to be included in this group, right? So you, those people that choose to ignore the, the evidence that's really as plain as the nose on Adrian Brody's face, um, that's what they do. They're, they're, they're just, that's willful ignorance. And it doesn't come without uh, some terrible consequences. Because doing that, having that willful ignorance, causes tens of millions of other people to be killed in the name of something called choice. I'll put air quotes around that. When I wrote it, I quoted that word. Those people were denied, those tens of millions, were denied the same basic freedoms every one of us hopes to enjoy, you know, life, liberty, etc. And it's shameful. And the millions that I'm talking about over the decades, that's just America. There's way, way more than that when you add in the rest of the world. Um, There was a former president, Ronald Reagan. Those of you who haven't lived more than a couple of decades, you might not know who he was, but he was actually a president. He was an actor before that. But anyway, he said... I noticed that everybody that is for abortion has already been born. That's a pretty, uh, pretty succinct point right there. President Reagan didn't always choose well on that abortion issue, but uh, I think he understood how for anyone to become a person, you got to begin at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't fully understand it back then, I know he does now, because he has uh, gone on from this life. I, hopefully he's in heaven. I hope he is. Uh, it seems there's a lot of evidence. It seems like that he would be. Anyway, that's a rabbit hit, rabbit trail. I'm not going to go down. But here's the point that uh, Mr. Reagan was making: You've already been born, so why not let others enjoy that same right to life? Our our country and the world needs to abolish abortion, not regulate it, not think of ways to make it sound better or work better or seem better, abolish it. And not just make up some policies with those fluffy sounding words that basically 
say, you know, you just do this and this or this and this, and then you can kill the baby. Because that's what it all comes down to when you make a regulation and you and you compromise on a policy and you say, uh, and you know, you've got to hear the heartbeat or you've got to watch an ultrasound. And then if you still want to go through with the abortion, you can. I mean, they just, it's insane. Anyway, it's idiotic. But um, people, you know, they're going to say if we abolish abortion, women will be forced to seek back alley clinics and there'll be no place to receive a safe abortion and the care that they deserve. Of course, that's a moot point, you know, because there's no such thing as a safe abortion. In every single abortion, a human being is killed. And, well, there are rare instances and some rare cases where the aborted baby didn't die and actually got to live. And some people have uh, grown up to tell their story. It's amazing. I, I've met a couple of them. It's, it's awesome. It's terrible they had to go through that, but it, they have an awesome story. But anyway, uh, for the most part, there's no safe abortion. Babies are killed every time. That's not safe. I don't know where you live, but where I live, <laughs> in our house, we don't consider killing a baby uh, to be a safe procedure. But naturally, when you can't see that your life began in your mother's womb, you're just liable to fall for any so-called pro-choice propaganda. But here's a wacky idea. Let's make choice a beautiful word again. I've used that word three, I think three or four times already as I've been talking to you. But let's make choice, the word choice, let's make it a beautiful word again, okay? Let's choose to recognize how even the tiny, single-celled human being who was just conceived has a right to fully develop and be the person they were designed to be and to at least have a chance at this life. I mean, I know it can be tough, but what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? So many people love to say that. If it doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger. Well, how about this? You let an... Uh, um, a weak little baby, unborn, let him live. Don't kill him. It didn't kill him. He's liable to get stronger and be a real viable human being. That's all it took for you. If you're listening to this, you're a human being who started out as a weakling who couldn't do anything for yourself, right? We all did. Every one of us did. I'm going to share this song with you, and I'll be right back. In a so-called safe place And you locked your love in a big black box And you had no hope But you built your brave face And you ran a rat race Through the ticks and tucks Well, the bluebells bloomed In ideal intentions As you tilt the truth Into lifelong lies And you dug in deep Making many of you, pretty pensions, always alibis. You can't run away from real truth. Every word of truth is a knife. A captivating voice might pigeonhole your choice. Cut free and choose life. 
When your daydreams die and you feel half-hearted And your love is lost in a soulless sky Try to train your thoughts when your brain's bombarded by the stuff you started Learn to love the light You can't run away from real truth And every word of truth is a knife like the song said, you can't run away from real truth, and every word of truth is a knife. A captivating voice, you know, the one that says, it's your choice. A captivating voice might pigeonhole your choice, put it in one way that it could be a pro-choice, but you should cut free and choose life. That's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rhyme and Reason podcast. I know this was a more serious one than a lot of, uh, a lot of the ones that I share, but uh, this has to be said. It has to be spoken to. Thank you for your support. It means more than you know. And as always, remember, life has rhyme and reason because God made you. Here's a rhyme and reason.